Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Cats at night. Now here's John Katsimatidis. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night show in studio. We have Congressman King, Judge Weinberg, John Katzmatidis, and myself, Lydia. On the line with us right now, we have Jay Clayton. He served as the chairman of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. He is now a senior policy advisor and of counsel to Sullivan and Cromwell. Welcome back to Cats at Night, uh, Mr. Clayton. I have a quick question. I just wanted to start off because I don't want to waste uh, any time. Everyone's comparing the Sam uh, Friedman, Sam Bank Friedman to Madoff. What is the difference here? Because we know with Madoff, there were actual real assets. With Bank Friedman, we don't know. Was this funny money? Was this real money? So so I, I like that comparison. Let me tell you the comparison that I like even more, which is Alan Stanford. Alan Stanford set up an offshore entity um, that looked like in onshore. It looked like a U.S. entity. It looked like a U.S. bank, but it was offshore. It was in the islands. FTX is similar. It's an offshore entity. It had all the veneer of the kind of exchanges we're used to, but in fact, there was no substance there. So look, there's a lot of Madoff here. There's a lot of Alan Stanford here. And the point, the point that we're all making here is the fraud here is, you know, it's as old as time. So this wasn't by accident because I've heard him say that, oh, you know, I, I, I made a mistake and I'm, I'm sorry, but this seems very deliberate. Both of his parents are Stanford lawyers. Uh, this kid is obviously very educated himself. It does seem very deliberate and planned, and it looks like he just kind of got caught. Look, at, at law in the U.S., we have various levels of culpability um, ranging from, from negligence uh, you know, I wasn't paying attention to recklessness. I should have been paying attention. There were red flags to, to out-and-out fraud, out-and-out intentional fraud. And I think what we're seeing here is as the facts come in, it's it's much closer or at that, that fraudulent end of the spectrum. Uh, I mean, his, his two parents are very intelligent uh, lawyers. They're both professors at Stanford. Mm-hmm. At Stanford Law School. I mean, you're not dealing with stupid people here. You're dealing with highly intelligent people. And it looks like he's trying to play stupid. Mm. Mr. Chairman, it's uh, Judge Richard Weinberg. So I want to ask you, in the, uh, the Madoff situation, Irvin Picard, who's a trustee, was able to claw back substantial monies. What's the likelihood of clawing back here in this situation? Oh, Your Honor, that's such a good question. Um, you know, look there, that was, a, that was a long-running fraud where people were actually continuing to put money in. Um, here... I, look, I don't know for sure. We, we have really good people on the case now, but uh, you know, I, I if I had to guess, uh, I don't think you're going to get substantial sums back here. Uh, Jay, this is Steve Moore here, and uh, I just wanted to ask you two quick questions about this whole case. Uh, number one, um, you know, what sh- shocks me about this is how gullible 
some of these investors were. And it's almost as if uh, Sam would go into these meetings and say, you know, uh, gee, uh, I'm uh, I'm uh, into ESG and I care about the environment and all these things. And all of a sudden, um, you know, the people invested in in uh, in this uh, Ponzi scheme. But the other question I had had to do with um, can can these investors get their money back from the politicians who took money from FTX? Okay, so so look, I think you're asking a couple of. Uh, that goes uh, into political, and Jay doesn't go into political. He talks about strictly SEC type stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no. We respect you. I, I respect your time and your, uh, and uh, uh, the, the, you know, what did they once say? Uh, there's a sucker born every day, and and, 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 yeah, right. and uh, these people have been conned. And two to take them. I mean, and my belief is that uh, uh, Bitcoin is not too far behind. And look, you know, here's the great thing. Let me let me say this about America. We've had two hearings. Um, we've got a we've got a bankruptcy process that's incredibly transparent, and you know we will learn the facts here, and hopefully, hopefully, um, you know we'll learn from them. Yes, yes. Doesn't this mean that we actually, uh, Mr. Chairman, that we have to take a real hard look at regulating these cryptocurrencies, a comprehensive scheme under the SEC, and statutory amendments if necessary? I- exactly, and you've been saying that for a while. Look, I think that our laws are incredibly strong. Um, one of the issues here uh, has been in an attempt to say, look, we don't want to apply with all the rigors of the U.S. securities laws. So we're either going to argue that they don't apply or we're going to move offshore. I think I think public opinion is saying get onshore and comply with the law. So, Mr. Chairman, anything else you want to tell uh, the American people? Um, look, it, you know. Anytime you have a combination of euphoria, a new technology, and lightly regulated industry, you have you have an incredible opportunity for misconduct. Always be cautious when you have that kind of combination. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Jay Clayton, for all that you do and just uh, getting the truth out, just speaking the facts. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you all. Uh, let's take a break, and we'll be right back. Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. 